Good morning from the newsroom of the Financial Times. Today is Thursday, October 17th, and this is your FT News Briefing. Netflix misses its subscriber mark for the second straight quarter, and wealthy Hong Kongers look outside the region to protect their money. But first, the FT's political editor, George Parker, takes a look at the start of a crucial summit and whether a Brexit deal will come out of it and be passed by UK MPs. I'm Mark Filipino, and here's the news you need to start your day. Boris Johnson, the British Prime Minister, is hoping to finally secure a Brexit deal that he can get through the House of Commons. And we're talking this is about three and a half years since the original Brexit referendum in this country. And following on from Theresa May's attempts to get a deal ratified, rejected three times by the House of Commons, this is Boris Johnson's attempt to get his own deal through. And at the end of Wednesday, a deal seemed to be tantalisingly close, rising optimism both in London and in European capitals that a deal could possibly be signed at the European Council meeting. But there are still hurdles ahead. The most important one is the negotiation that Boris Johnson's been having within his own parliament, and in particular with the Democratic Unionist Party in Northern Ireland. Now, the deal looks set to impose a new customs border and a regulatory border between Northern Ireland and the rest of Great Britain, a so-called border in the Irish Sea. Now, that's something that the DUP doesn't like at all. And the DUP has said, fine, we can go along with this, but only if we have a principle of consent that the people of Northern Ireland have a say on this future relationship. And what the DUP wants is an effective veto on that proposal. So they can say to their supporters, we went along with it, but don't worry, it will never take effect. And that's totally unacceptable to the EU and in particular to the Irish government And that remains the number one sticking point. But both sides are very close. The DUP does have a habit of saying no right up until the last minute, trying to gain concessions from the British government, possibly including some more money for Northern Ireland, something that is very adept at doing in the past. So Boris Johnson will arrive in Brussels on Thursday. His fingers will be crossed that that deal can finally be agreed by the European Council. And if it does, things could move very quickly. Boris Johnson could bring that deal back to the House of Commons on Saturday to see whether he, unlike Theresa May, can actually get a Brexit deal through the House of Commons. Netflix is feeling the heat from its new video streaming competitors. The company revealed that it missed its forecast for new subscribers for the second straight quarter. It added 6.8 million subscribers in the three months ending in September, while it was shooting for 7 million. But while some of that miss came from the U.S. market, abroad, the company added more than analysts had forecasted. Netflix faces several new streaming competitors, including Disney and Apple, and it pared back projections for the year, citing that forthcoming competition, among other things. Shares in Netflix rallied more than 9% in after-hours trading, despite the weaker-than-expected results suggesting investors might have feared a bigger miss. Thousands of Hong Kong's wealthy are looking at a plan B for their money. Four months of protests have hit the Asian financial hub, and Hong Kong residents are opening accounts in Singapore and other financial centers to protect themselves. Sources tell the FT that banks such as UBS, HSBC, Pictet, and Credit Suisse have all had an increase in Hong Kong customers opening overseas accounts. But while overseas banking might be seeing new business, the economic picture in the territory looks much different. Hong Kong retail sales fell by a record amount for a single month in August. Meanwhile, visitors to the city plunged 40 percent. 
And earlier in the week, the IMF slashed its 2019 growth forecast for the territory to near zero. Plus, Hong Kong leader Carrie Lam said on Wednesday that the region had entered a technical recession. And in other news, IBM shares were down as much as 5% after hours on Wednesday. This was after Big Blue missed analyst expectations for the revenue it made in the third quarter. The computer maker's business was, in part, weighed down by a drop in its big IT outsourcing contracts. It saw lower business volumes in the UK and Germany in particular. The U.S. House of Representatives is not happy with Donald Trump's decision to withdraw troops from northeast Syria. With some Republican support, the House passed a resolution on Wednesday condemning the president for the move that paved the way for Turkey to launch an attack on Kurdish forces in the region. In a press conference yesterday, Mr. Trump defended the position to remove American soldiers. So I view the situation on the Turkish border with Syria to be for the United States strategically brilliant. Our soldiers are out of there. Our soldiers are totally safe. They've got to work it out. Maybe they can do it without fighting. Syria is protecting the Kurds. Uh, that's good. Later on Wednesday, Democratic leaders walked out of a meeting with the president on the matter. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi said the White House had canceled a classified briefing on the situation in Syria and said the president was rattled by the number of members from his own party who voted to condemn his actions. I think that vote, the size of the vote, more than two to one of the Republicans voted to oppose what the president did, probably got to the president uh, because he was shaken up by it. And that's why uh, we couldn't continue in the meeting because he was just not relating to the reality of it. Uh, again, we are... And American shoppers trim their spending in September. The Commerce Department released data on Wednesday showing that overall U.S. retail sales dipped 0.3 percent. It was the biggest monthly decline since February, but economists had been expecting an increase. We'll get a closer look at the sector in the coming weeks as the big U.S. retailers disclose their earnings for the past quarter. You can read more on all of these stories at FT.com. This has been your daily FT News Briefing. Make sure you check back tomorrow for the latest business news. The FT has launched a new podcast called The Rockman Review. It's a weekly look at global affairs by the FT's Gideon Rockman. The show will include interviews with some of the decision makers and analysts Gideon meets in his travels around the world. And it will draw on the FT's network of foreign correspondents. The Rockman Review is exclusively for FT subscribers, so if that's you, please go to ft.com slash rockmanreview and sign up. 
Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.